This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, out today, sick. Should we address the rumors here? Was he arrested? Is that what we heard in the, in the chat, Aaron? Where, where's Joe today? Arrested for farting in yoga class again? <laughs> I couldn't help but notice that comment on the Twitch chat. You can watch us on Twitch and YouTube. Um, and I was dying. Someone, uh, yeah, their theory is that Joe Ostrowski is not here because he was arrested for farting in yoga class. So that's a heck of a story right there. Well, it is. And if he's not here tomorrow, we'll know that he's gone and he's out. We got to post bail for the guy. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll see. We will see on that. All right. Let's get to, uh, let's get to some NBA. Uh, and We'll start college, though, and then we'll get to some NBA for tonight. So we, we said yesterday maybe it's worth doing a college future segment because – yeah. The top keeps changing. You know, UConn started off so great, and then they fell off considerably. The Big 12 is so, so strong that it's tough to pick out one team with a great record right now. Even Kansas has lost three straight games. Purdue back to number one, but none of us trust Purdue. I mean, that's just the way it is. And, and Houston just lost to Temple. So uh, as good as they are, they just lost to a team that no one would be able to pick out of a lineup. Like That's not a really good team. So th- it feels like a very wide open year right now, depending on where you look. Only three teams are shorter than 10 to 1, Houston, Kansas, and Alabama. And, you know, Kansas and Alabama are basically 10 to 1. They're plus 950. So it's wide open. So so where are we looking in terms of college basketball futures? Because, Aaron, I think this might be a year where we get something more down the board. It wouldn't surprise me if some a team sitting at 20 or 30, maybe even 40 to 1 right now, finds a way to the Final Four, maybe wins the whole thing. I could see that this season. And you know what team it's going to be? Kansas State at 35-1. to We've been talking about the remarkable job that Jerome Tang has done. Um, I I just think this Kansas State team, and and maybe that's why you can find better value. They do have a newer head coach, but I love what this Kansas State team has been doing, and it's still such a great number, 35-1, to and we were talking about how good the Big 12 is. So um, I'm going to – I looked at Kansas State – I looked at Arizona. They just beat UCLA. Um, and then Tennessee. You know what's funny? There's some longer shots we loved in college football, like TCU and Tennessee, that I'm like, they could get it done in college basketball too, come tournament time. So I have to remove my – sometimes I, I let one year 
roll into the next. Like Tennessee broke my heart last year. Paul was on them. I was on them like 40 to one or whatever it was. And they broke my heart. Yeah. So I have to let that go because this is a new year. Obviously it's a different team. It's a good team. They're certainly viable. They're, they're at 15 to one right now. The Kansas State one is interesting. Aaron, there's still a, there's a 50 out there too if you wanted to double down. I know you have 35, but there's Ooh. a 50 out there on Kansas State. They're a top 25-ish team over at Ken Palm. They're interesting. Uh, I also think UCLA, I know it's not a super big number, 15 to 1. I feel like they've just kind of flown under the radar all year as a good team. They are fourth what? in Ken Palm. They are yeah. 22 adjusted offense, third adjusted defense. They're really good. You know, it, and they've been well coached for so long. I was in on them last year, and they they had a decent run. I I wouldn't be surprised if UCLA is there again at the end. Really, always. A good I don't team. think they've been flying under the radar though. I feel like they've had a lot of hype around them. That's why I was looking the Arizona way. But it's a little sacrilegious considering I went to Arizona State, so I mm. can't pull the trigger on Arizona. <laughs> like that's probably if I did it, I wouldn't be able to tell anyone. I just don't think you can do that, right? Uh yeah, you probably <laughs> couldn't do that. So let me throw a, a team. I'm I'm looking at Kempom right now and I'm just looking at the top 25 to 30 teams. And I'm looking to see where there's the biggest gap between All right. Cliffhanger. So there's the biggest gap between fill in the blank. Where was he going with that? So, yeah, between like where they are in Ken Palm and the listed odds, I assume. Yep. So I'm wondering, yep. I'm going to bet. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to bet Joe G that I know, know what school you were going to mention. Okay. And it's probably St. Mary's. Yep. Oh. Seven Ken Palm. 32 on offense, six defense. They're a top 10 team in the country right now. And yet you look down, what's the best number we can find outside areas? I see a 50 out there. Is there a bigger one? That's the mm. biggest I've seen. I think it was like 66 last week. I'm seeing some 40s, but there is still a 50 out there. That's a good That's a good one. Yeah. So I try, like, especially doing this, like, there's so much out there, but someone like Eric Haslam, who was on our show last week, Haslammetrics.com, he brought up St. Mary's last week, and he, they check a lot of boxes in Kempom. They check a lot of boxes in his metrics. Uh, they're now favored to win the West Coast Conference conference over Gonzaga. Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet, he has a newsletter now, the chalkboard. Um, so I get that. He writes it a couple times a week. So yeah. he wrote... He kind of did a whole red light, green light, yellow light, basically based on historical factors. Do these teams check the boxes of a team that could win the championship? Right. And then also the final four. So definitely subscribe to that. But I would say like St. Mary's, there was a couple of red flags where they do not check a championship box as of right now, but they did. Everything was green or yellow for a final four run potentially. And I grabbed a 15 to 1 the other day. I'm seeing 10s. I'm trying to see. No, I grabbed a 14. Sorry. So I grabbed a 14 to 1 the other day. I'm seeing 10 to 1s out there right now. I wonder if that 14 is still out there. I'll have to look. But a final four run for a team like St. Mary's is something I'm now invested in and very much intrigued by. And sure, hey, if you get to the final four, or went away from getting to the title game. Yeah. So I like that. That's how that it works. Might yeah, it's exactly how the bracket works. I I might sprinkle – I might take the St. Mary's Final Four and then sprinkle the title 
Like, just that you got a chance then. Sure. So I like that one a lot. Let me give you one more. And I, I have to subscribe to Ken's um, newsletter because that sounds great to, to, to read. One more that I just think the number doesn't reflect how they're rated right now. And maybe it's because their record isn't great. And maybe it's because their, their defense carries them more than their offense. But Rutgers is top 20 in Ken Palm right now. They beat Purdue this year. They are 80-1 to one to win the whole thing. They're 19-1 to one for a Final Four trip. And it's not like they're a complete upstart, right? Like Rutgers the last couple of years has been on the precipice of, oh, they could be dangerous. And if you look at Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology, he has them as a five. So we're getting – how many five seeds do you get at 80-1 to one or 19-1 to one for the Final Four? Not many. That feels like a good no. number for a potential final a potential five seed. What was it? Was Arkansas a four or a five last year? I believe they were a four. I think they so. Made a final four run. Yeah, you get the dreaded five twelve game as of right now. But it's it's funny. So many of those five twelves. It's like, oh, this is a team that can make a run if they get past the first week. Of, you know, first game. Um, it's funny you bring up Rutgers because you know they just lost to Michigan State, and I actually have a bet on Penn State tonight. Um, first to fifteen though, a plus one fifty. Because as good as Rutgers is on defense, they have not been as good against the three. Now, if you look at their season-long metrics, they are pretty good against the three. But if you look at just Big Ten play, so they're um, so Penn, yeah, Rutgers fourth in the country in defensive efficiency, twenty-second against the three. But in Big Ten play, in seven games in Big Ten conference play, they are ranked tenth in the conference against the three. And we mm-hmm. saw it against Michigan State. Michigan State beat them by 13. They shot 54% from beyond the arc on 25 attempts. So it's not like they went, you know, 5 for 10. Uh, Rutgers, when they beat Ohio State in overtime, the Buckeyes shot 38% from three. When they barely beat Northwestern, the Wildcats shot 37% from three. And these are all like 20-plus attempts. And then in their loss to Iowa earlier this month, the Hawkeyes shot 44% from three on 27 attempts. So as good as their defensive metrics, big picture look, I feel like they're susceptible and I'm not taking Penn state to outright upset them today, but Penn state last number I saw was, I just saw some five and a half. So I saw a seven. I'm playing Penn state first 15 because Penn state is the sixth best three point shooting team in the nation. So I'm just wondering, bring it back to March madness. Mm. I wonder if a good three point shooting team, like, do they face a Utah State in the first round, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country, in a 6-11 or 5-12 game, and that's an issue for them? Um, but in general, it, it's funny also, like a team like Houston, their defense first, and I look at that as a knock against their national title hopes because they can't score. But then when you – take a team's floor it brings their floor up when it's like okay they're very good defensively they can win a couple games and then if they get hot they could also go on a run so like it's almost like a high floor lower ceiling sort of situation yeah for, oh for sure i wonder and I, I there's probably something out there about this but i wonder when ken palm stuff fully stabilizes like you could buy into it like i mean adjusted offense defense so the 2020 club right we did a lot on that last right. year because those are the teams that usually win titles, top 20 offense and defense. Because if you notice this year, some of these teams are wildly different offensively and defensively. Like they're elite in one, just to bring Rutgers back to the conversation. Rutgers is 126 adjusted offense, fourth in defense. You know, just go to number two, Tennessee, you know, number two overall in Ken Palm, 
they're 31 and one. So that, that's a pretty drastic difference. Um, you go to a team like Auburn, 16, 61 and 10. TCU, I kind of like, 58 and 14. Ohio State, 7 and 82. There's some of these teams are not close to balance. They're either a big time offensive team or defense. I wonder if, I wonder if over the next three weeks to a month, this stuff starts to even out and it's not as big. Or do we just have teams this year that are just different kinds of teams? You got a team like Marquette, number one in adjusted offense, 70th in adjusted defense. That's, you know, if you get, I almost think like if you get hot, if that team gets hot for six games, I like that maybe there's a higher upside. Now, if they go cold, they're screwed, you know, in the first game of the tournament and they're out. Um, So it's almost like you have a little bit of a higher floor with a good defense and maybe configure some things out on offense. But yeah, that also seems, you know, I mean, Marquette, We've seen a team like Iowa, great offense, and they lose in the first round because their defense is terrible. So, yeah, it is interesting. How many of these teams will be much more, like, closer? And, like, would you rather back a 30-30 team than, like, a Marquette? It's just – and it's all, as always, it always comes down to matchups. Yeah. I mean, they're not quite 30-30, but your West Virginia team is 28-43, so they're kind of in that range. It's interesting. I'm trying to think where I saw them. I, I did. Um, are they in in the latest bracketology? The next four, they might have gotten in with that win over TCU currently, but they're in that. They're very much on the bubble. Next four in, first four out, somewhere along. There. Yeah, first four. They're right now. They're in the first four out grouping here. I'll say this: I would not want to be a a Purdue or another like two seed. I think that's a dangerous two ten game. If West Virginia can get out of the first round. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that, that just feels like one. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the kind of team you want to play. I, I look at it this year and I feel like you have a team like Tennessee. You and I don't want to trust anymore. A team like Houston, nope. and we know can go cold Purdue. It's hard to trust them. This feels like a year where it's going to be someone other than a one that, that it's going to be another year. We, I could see I wouldn't be surprised if we only get like 1-1 one, one in the Final Four. I mean, this this could be wide open this year, which is what we've been talking about for a couple of weeks now. There's a lot there for us to, to kind of and jump bring, in on. Bringing it back to our original darling team, maybe St. Mary's is that number four seed this year. I mean, can they can they get as high as a four seed? Like that, they'd have to take out a one, obviously, on their way there. But that could be interesting. Kansas is, you know, last year's um, – champion they're obviously they're on a down run right now seem very inconsistent and you know what they missed so many shots at the rim last night and that's what happened to them last couple games so maybe that's a variance thing that'll come back in their favor but that's tricky it is tricky and i I just think with those big 12 teams the conference is going to knock all of them down none of them are going to have sterling resumes because they're going to beat each other up so Maybe you get a good number, but then you always want like the seeding on that. Because right now you look at bracketology, the ones are Purdue, Bama, uh, Houston, and Tennessee. And then he has twos as Kansas State, Aaron's team, Arizona, UCLA, Kansas. So Kansas is still a two uh, in the latest bracketology. I mean, there's only so much you can do to knock them. Like they're still a really good team and, and a defending champion. I, I do think there's a lot of opportunity here if you want to jump in on a college basketball future. There's... There's like I look at like ten teams between fifteen or 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 down. It's like I could see them winning it. 
And I, I also played Creighton as a team that had came into the year with high expectations. There was some injury issues, struggled a little bit, and I played them for a Final Four future. I believe it was 15 to 1 as well. I'm seeing some anywhere from 10 to 15 out there. That's a, But that's also, as I'm placing the bet, I'm like, is are Creighton and St. Mary's going to end up in the same quadrant or same region? Probably, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they've probably done it. All right, a lot to do. Great stuff on the on college basketball futures. We'll dive back to the NFL. Our guy, Odyssey Insider, Jason Lockett Ford, joins us, and we'll leave with some more line movement in the Chiefs and Bengals game. This thing is moving more and more towards the Bengals as the day goes along. Line movement next, along with Jason Lockett Ford, right here on the BeckQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.